0: Welcome to a special EduTech Guys presentation recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Enjoy the conversation. Hey, welcome back to FETC 2022. Uh, but very exciting here.
1: Last day, uh, lots yeah. of stuff going on. Last day for the Expo Hall. That's but right. we're really excited to have our next guest sitting in front of us. And we're going to let him tell you who he is, where he's from, and all that kind of good stuff. So here we go. Yeah,
2: absolutely. No, thanks for letting me come on here and talk for a little while, guys. Yeah. Uh, my name is Joey Gariziac. I'm the director of eSports and an associate professor of eSports at Shenandoah University. So not on the K-12 side, but on the higher ed side. Yeah. worked in K-12 for a couple years teaching math. Really, that wasn't my calling, um, and so I moved into sport management. Now working in esports, developing curriculum and teaching students, and running our competitive program at the university, uh, and that's in Winchester, Virginia. So it's a small school, but in yeah. a beautiful area of the country. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, been there about ten years, and uh, just really excited to be on here and talk to you all for a little bit. That's yeah, really awesome. Man, we
0: appreciate it. So. Talk. I, I'm very interested. I, you're, as far as I'm aware, first you're, university. You're the, you're the first e-sport. at the higher ed mm-hmm. version of esports. So I'd like you to talk about mm-hmm. uh, a how how you got that started in in higher ed, and how you convinced the powers that be at higher ed that this ought to be a thing, sure, right? <laughs> um, uh, and then also, uh, if you would talk about what you look for in the students who are coming into the esports program.
2: Sure. Yeah. You know, luckily we're at a place at Shenandoah where there's a lot of administrative support right off the bat. Like the university president looked at me and said, start this program, make it happen. She said, quote, Make it fabulous.
1: Mm.
2: Well, okay. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Right, exactly. How much am I getting What's the budget like for this? Exactly. Uh, That's right. It's great. And now when you get that administration on board from the get-go, it makes everything so much smoother, so much easier to get anything going. And so starting the competitive program and then starting to write the academic program, which was really unique at the time. You mentioned it's really the first of its kind in the world that we have. Um, And then how it pairs with the competitive program, the esports arena that we have on campus. Uh, It's really been a really cool journey. I'm not going to say there aren't critics about what esports is and what it does in education. Um, But it's about having that conversation, you know, showing how esports operates as an educational opportunity. Mm-hmm. for current and future learners right. right kids are doing kids are playing video games Yep. there is no adults are playing video games wow. right if we can find a way to turn that into an educational experience and a meaningful experience why wouldn't we try to do that right
1: mm-hmm. right We know i see it as this so we, the university model's been the same for a long time yeah you know you're still getting in you're doing your two-year basics getting those first introductory courses and let's be honest 99 percent of most education of me included you know 30 years ago what am i going to do you know. Yeah. I I think I'm going to do this, but how many change? Um, esports is the way to realize. You know, I, I'm going to do graphics. I'm going to do computer programming. I'm going to do marketing. I'm getting. I mean, there's a, it's just like sports. Yeah, I, I'm a terrible at sports, but I'd be a great announcer. You know, <laughs> right? it's like that kind of thing. So yeah. I see it as being like this opportunity to give these kids that are coming in this opportunity to go wow there's so much more than i thought was going on with esports and i bet that's exactly what the university realized yeah you know we do and our
2: tagline that we use is beyond gaming yep right there's so much more to esports and gaming than esports and gaming Mm -hmm. right it's multidisciplinary. you're teaching skills that go far outside of esports and our degree program isn't to train students to only work in Mm esports it's to be able to yes of course work in esports but also work outside of the industry just learning through that lens that they're, they're so passionate about, similar to sport management and how, what that was going through back in the 1960s and 70s when that was coming to fruition at the university level. Yeah. Uh, and that's what my background is in, is in sport management. Yeah. And now that's kind of evolved into awesome. into esports And the students love it. They're passionate. And that's really what we look for for our students is work ethic. That is the biggest thing. You have to be committed because similar to traditional sports, Esports and the things that we're teaching them, the experiential learning that they have to go through as part of the program, it's at night and it's on the weekends, right? And sometimes on the weekends, we're running events at 7 a.m. And gamers at the university level don't like waking up at 6 a.m. to be at work at 7 a.m. Or
0: 2
1: p.m. know, gamers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, years ago, there's, I remember. There's a lot
0: of phosphorescent uh, bubbly drinks going on. There's
1: a lot. Exactly. They're drinking highlighters, basically. Yeah, yeah that's pretty yeah. much it. But it's
0: cool that you guys get the other part of
1: it is, hey, we're doing most of this here and most of this during this time. Yeah. Um, so um, let's talk about the, the acceptance by the students. Have they, I mean, big, big group of kids or is it like, you know, some music departments. We got we got 40 majors, you know, that kind of
2: yeah, thing. Yeah. So so on the academic side, so I kind of break it down into a couple of different parts for the, the whole esports program at the university. Yeah. And to give context, the university's four thousand total students, two thousand yeah. undergrad, two thousand grads. So yeah. that always helps to put things in context a little bit. Yeah. Uh so on the competitive side, we have about sixty or seventy varsity players wow. that compete across different titles, not on scholarship. We don't offer scholarships. D three school, we keep it similar to football, baseball, basketball, across, mm-hmm, volleyball. Sure. Um, but we have about sixty or seventy on that side competing across different titles. Uh, then we've got about another unique students cause some are crossover unique students about another 40 that are in the academic major. Then we have an MBA concentration. We have an MBA certificate. We have a coaching certificate outside of that. We have an wow. undergraduate certificate in concentration. So we got a lot of different kinds of programs. It's really confusing to everybody, including myself um, <laughs> where all this fits in. Um, but in total with the esports program, you're looking at about 130 unique students across the competitive, the academic and some just professional development that aren't playing games, they're not studying esports. They just want to get experience on the broadcast production or sure. on social media or on marketing, you know, wow. those kind of things. So it offers that additional avenue for students outside of esports that couldn't care less about actually playing video games right. or working in that industry. They just want experience in their industry through this really exciting area that is esports and competitive gaming.
1: So would you take a 52-year-old, uh, 30-year education retiree <laughs> that needs a place to go to school? I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, we'll take them all because I mean, it's, it's such a it's such a unique program. We're constantly evolving and bringing new people. That's really we'll awesome. take anybody. Yeah,
1: that sounds like a really good program. Yeah. You know, and I think that those. Students are probably realizing, hopefully they are right now, that you and you've seen probably here, eSports is taking off. Right. They're going to get a gig. Right. I mean, and the cool part is across the country, around the world. Around the world. I mean, it's like, hey, I want to go here. I'm going here. I mean, that's what's going to happen.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it it does offer that that career opportunity. Again, it's not being a pro gamer. That's not what Mm eSports programs on college campuses should be doing. Because the chances of going pro in eSports, just like football or baseball or anything else, so minuscule, especially to make a career out of it right right and so it's about those other opportunities and global is a big part of what we do obviously with the pandemic it's made global travel difficult but we have taken students to south korea and to amsterdam <clears throat> to work different events in those countries to get that global perspective and develop those global competencies mm-hmm. that can serve them when they graduate no matter what they do whether it's in esports or not that's just a good experience to
0: have to help these students grow as as people mm-hmm. uh, the, actually and and you brought up an interesting point there so when the pandemic hit and and everything was pivoting and shutting down and how how do you take esports and pivot that
2: you know a lot of people say that you know esports wasn't impacted by the pandemic because you can play online there was no, there was the pandemic impacted literally everything yeah right Maybe not eSports as much as some other areas, but it certainly had an impact. And it was a really big impact for about two weeks. After that, we kind of figured things out how to run more things online. And so I was able to pick up more steam. Um, and one of the beautiful things about eSports is that it can be done online in fact, about 95% of all collegiate competitions are done online versus in person. So the vast majority are done online anyway. So while the pandemic impacted things and it impacted the way that, that students are learning and, sure. and working with professors and getting those, those hands-on experiences, obviously that's not the same thing during a pandemic where everything is remote. Mm-hmm. As when you're in person, you're able to actually run an event, set up chairs, welcome people in, talk about ingress and egress. You can work get in the broadcast production booth to actually do the content creation, do the graphic design doing it in that production room with our casters there and our production team is very different than everybody online trying to coordinate you know so the pandemic absolutely impacted things not as much as some other areas Um, and it did in a way help accelerate some of the acceptance of esports more Mm -hmm. worldwide sure because you had like professional NASCAR drivers that were now doing iRacing and you had professional athletes that were playing video games online like MLB The Show or NBA 2K so yeah it in a way it it had a small dip and then it came back up and helped accelerate some things. The learning process for students um, was very much impacted because we really value that hands-on, that concrete experience as part of that education.
0: Well, and it's very interesting that you bring up the NASCAR and the iRacing yeah. thing because I would venture that uh, I'm sure you're, you know, as you're well aware, there were some issues with certain racers in, in iRacing and mm-hmm. that that became Part of the curriculum conversation, and say, listen, you know, this isn't all just fun and games. And if you're not going to play by the rules necessarily, just like in traditional sports, guess what? It could cost you. And and with esports, especially, I mean, it could cost you millions of dollars. You know, (laughs) if you happen to be in the wrong place, wrong time. You know, doing the wrong thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, it absolutely can, and the, the idea of cheating, not doing things the right way. Whenever you talk about competition, some people try to find that advantage that isn't sure. quite the most savory way to get an advantage. Right. Sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, it's interesting. Uh, m- my brain's just racing, thinking of all the opportunities this uh, this to, this uh, your program provides for kids, uh, for kids, for young adults. Uh, it just wow. I mean, I'm, you know, because you're talking about every aspect that my brain starts to think about the every little small thing before sitting and actually doing the gaming. Yeah. You know, because that's where I you know, go to immediately because I was a band director forever. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm a coach, yep. I, and I've been around sports my entire career for 30 years. And so, you know, I know the, it's just like you say, you're, you're not going to play in the NBA. Um, you're not even a very good player. We'll, we'll try to get you to an A1 school, you know. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. But you're great at this, and you can stay in sports your whole life and do this. You can stay in band and music and do this your whole life and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And that's where I see this program going. And yeah,
2: I, I think so too. I think you're exactly right. It's and I like that our students have some goals of trying to be professional. I'm mm-hmm. always like, all right, let's set realistic expectations, yeah. but let's shoot for that oh, professional yeah, level.
1: Sure. Let's have a backup plan though.
2: Yeah It's always good to have that backup plan just in yeah. case you're not the top zero 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 one sure. percent. We all had right. that goal. We all right. thought, you know, I'm gonna do right. this. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah
1: so <laughs> luckily someone said, Hey Jeff, you're slam your hand in the door, you're not gonna play again. So yeah, yeah that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So um here, so what's it been like coming to here and, and meeting with Kate? twelve folks yeah and and getting an idea of what's going on in, in the in the market.
2: This you know the first day I walked into to FETC I was blown away. It was awesome because I, I go to like academic conferences where yeah. there's a like 300 stuffy people that are wearing like, you know, tweed jackets, Turtle elbow <laughs> patches, <laughs> and they're talking about research. And it's like, oh my gosh, I got to go through this for a couple of days. The excitement that is here mm-hmm. and people both at the K 12, but also in the industry and even some in higher ed, it's been really cool to talk to everybody about, in particular for me, what esports is for them because yeah. K 12 is getting into it. Right. It, their middle schools and high schools are getting into it. And and uh, I actually started a, a, a consulting company a few years ago to help people understand what esports is and how to start those programs Um, and because people are like lost and they know that students want it administrators are saying they want it and they're looking at some teacher that says yeah I played video games like yep you're in charge of our esports program now go (laughs) right and they're like what but but it's cool to talk to everybody like the amount of people here the amount of passion that you see here with everybody all these educators education is really tough these days For a lot of reasons, Mm -hmm. right? But to see people here and see how they're interacting with people, you know, there's a lot of a lot of positivity going forward for our education system and all learners at all levels. So, so no, this has been an absolutely fantastic conference, my first one and absolutely not my last one of these. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. So I want to throw something out just a a heads up. Been doing this a long time, and so we uh, we tried to start esports two years ago. I'm the the CTO, so they come to me. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna go with this company. This does this, and uh, I forget what it was. One of the companies we use all the time. They had they had the program done they had the whole coaching back in um the problem happened with is that they see sports on it so they immediately go to the director of athletics and say we need money and no we're not giving you any of our money (laughs) you know that's so yeah um, in the future if you ever want to present there's the best way how to convince your administration to spend money you know on esports because that's we're you know we're in arkansas texas you know football
2: football is everything in Texas
1: that's right every we're not giving you a dime for computers we're, right this is all going you know Gatorade cups you know I mean you know but I get it <laughs> yeah. but you know I mean that's the hardest bit so just there's one yeah. of those deals and I know like you said you created a consulting company to address that exactly yeah
2: we did and we actually had a session yesterday about how to talk to administration good what are those benefits that we're providing to our learners and how to have those conversations but also for lack of a better term how to cut the budget you yeah. don't need a massive budget right. to get started and getting started is the big and the hardest step for people. Once you get started, you can build, right? You can show the student interest. Now you have concrete data, concrete feedback from parents, from students, from from teachers about what those benefits are, how you're how you're you know really benefiting all the students. Right. So then you can build it, and you're not wasting money when you start small because you're not just saying, all right, here's fifty thousand, let's just buy some things and make it look cool. Right. Yeah. No. Spend a lot less. Spend ten thousand. Get some PCs. Develop community. Develop student interest. And start building from there to realize what you actually need and what you don't need, and where the direction can go for this program. Because there's not a one-size-fits-all for any esports program or any program for any activity for school districts. Exactly. And so do what makes sense for you. Do what makes sense for your community. And do what makes sense most importantly for the students. Yeah, okay. that's awesome.
0: So real quickly, now, so how long you've had your esports program in place for? We've had it for four years. Four years. Okay. Yep. So in that four years, um, have you have you had students from you know, who were doing esports in high school come to collegiate oh, yet? Or is that OK? I wouldn't say absolutely. that was a thing yet. So Yeah,
2: yeah. We, we recruit students, um, you know, what? I always tell students our goal is not to win a national championship. That's our secondary goal. I always want to win a national championship. (laughs) Every single time I want to win. But our main goal is to make sure they have a high quality experience and get a good uh, job by the time they graduate. So yeah, we're recruiting students constantly from high school and we have some really highly ranked players that are coming to school. Maybe not as much because we don't offer scholarships as some other schools that offer full ride scholarships for esports, which is crazy still, um, or at least partial ride. But we still get some really good players we do recruit straight out of high school.
1: That's cool. So um, if our listeners Who wanna find out more, pick your brain, you know, steal your ideas. Yeah. Uh, What's the best way they can get in touch with you?
2: Yeah, I think the best way is probably on Twitter. It's just Joey Gariziac, and that last name is awful. So I'll spell it. It's J-O-E-Y, G-A-W-R-Y-S-I-A-K. So at Joey Gariziac, by far the easiest way. You can also just look me up, just Google me and Google Shenandoah Esports. My name's right on there. Email me, you know, DM me on Twitter. I'm on Discord as well. Whatever it takes. I'm happy to talk to anybody and have any conversations we can.
1: Awesome. Joey, thanks for coming on the show.
2: Yeah, really appreciate it, guys. This is great. Really appreciate the time. Awesome, yeah, thank man. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to a special EduTech Guys presentation recorded live at FETC 2022 in Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening.